You know, I've got to hand it to Julian Castro, because he actually admits in plain terms what they're all thinking, what all the Democrats who are running for president are thinking, and that's just let everybody in. Bust open the southern border. We don't need laws, they believe. We, after all, are all citizens of the world. We're, we're global citizens, you see, and we shouldn't be depriving people of the fruits of this nation while saying you have to come here legally. Legally? That's nonsense. We should make it all legal. Really, I mean, these guys, these guys are nuts. They're all just trying to hide how insane they are. So I do. I appreciate a guy who comes out there and says, hey, I'm nuts. And here are my awful ideas. Because, you know, it makes it real easy for the American people to say, okay, well, we've heard your awful ideas. We've heard what you have to say. And to put it plain and simple, we're just not that into it. All right. How many of you guys have seen Unplanned yet? The new movie out there. If you have, let me know what you think, because the film, it's actually doing amazing in theaters, despite every obstacle they've tried to throw at this movie. From Twitter to the abortion lobby, it, however, still had the highest per-screen average of any indie film debut in U.S. history. And it almost tripled industry predictions for how much revenue it would make. It earned an A-plus audience score. And even the Hollywood Reporter was like, unplanned debuts with $6 million at the box office? How is that possible? Uh, because there's a whole portion of the country you guys always forget about. Now, the MPAA gave it an R rating because they know that that would dissuade people to see R ratings, and they say, oh, well, that's not for me, obviously, from wanting to see this film. But there's a political drive to this. We know that's the case from what they've tried to do to the film. So I would absolutely encourage you to still go see it. Now, I got to warn you, it's not a walk in the park, but it's the truth. They don't sugarcoat what an abortion is. It is a violent procedure. It is the murdering of an unborn child. And this film doesn't hide that. And when the main character, Abby Johnson, who was a director at Planned Parenthood, she was all about it. When she witnesses what it actually is, it changes everything for her. Unplanned is in theaters now. Go to unplannedfilm.com. Pro-life community, they're all over it. They're turning out to see this movie in droves. But now it's the pro-choice who needs to learn the truth about abortion. So you should tell, if you have pro-choice friends, tell them, hey, if you're set in your ways, there's no harm in seeing this film, but I promise you, they won't leave the theater the same. Unplannedfilm.com. That's unplannedfilm.com. Okay, so let's hear what this Julian clown has to say about destroying our borders. We should decriminalize uh, people who are coming here, crossing the border. We should go back to treating this the way that we did basically before 2004 as a civil matter. Uh, we need to end detention. I don't think we should be putting people in cages. Uh, we need to uh, increase the number of refugees that we take into this country. Uh, you know, this is somewhat politically incorrect to say, I think, for people on the right, but we need uh, a lot of these immigrants. He's also written that the truth is immigrants seeking refuge in our country aren't a threat to national security. Not a threat. Migration shouldn't be a criminal justice issue. It's time to end this draconian policy and return to treating immigration as a civil, not a criminal issue. <laughs> not a threat to our national security. Have you seen, Julian, the images on the U.S.-Mexico border? We won't show them to you here, but you can find the pictures, anyone who wants to see them, of decapitated bodies. Impaled bodies on pikes, human skulls. How can anyone look at that and say, oh, this is not a criminal issue. It's a civil issue. Dead people. And it doesn't just stop on the border. Last month in Alabama, Marshall County deputies arrested an illegal immigrant for the alleged rape and sexual abuse of a 12-year-old. 
This guy was in the United States illegally, according to his background check. He was deported in 2008 and again in 2009 for illegal reentry. And yet Castro is out there saying, oh, it's better than ever down there. I believe that our border is more secure than it's ever been. Okay, is he living in Candyland? Statistically, that's just false. Illegal immigration is actually at its worst rate since 2007, better than ever there. We're supposed to hit 1 million illegal arrivals at the Mexican border by the end of the fiscal year. The Border Patrol Union is saying it's the worst crisis we've seen in history. Now, some might say, well, okay, it's Castro. I mean, Castro's on the fringe. He won't be president. And I mean, I get it. He won't. I mean, let's be honest. America... America's not going to elect someone with the last name Castro to be president. Oh, come on. It's not, it's not a relation to Fidel Castro. No, I get that. But so what? I mean, even if there's no relation, we're not, we're not going to elect Sally Mussolini to become president. All right? It's just not going to happen. We're not going to elect Todd Hitler to be our president. And anyway, Castro's policies are a little too close to Fidel's anyway. But in reality, Julian is just saying what all of the other candidates believe. But they, here's what they do. They do it this way. They say, oh, I'm not for open borders. I just don't want border security. Genius. Well, what do you think the result of having said border security is? It's open borders. That's the whole point. But see, Kamala Harris, for instance, she tries to make it appear as if she's in favor of reasonable border security. She says, we can't have open borders. No, we can't. We need to have border security. All nations do. That sounds reasonable enough, but then when asked about what she thinks about the current crisis on the border that the president is trying to solve, here's what she says. We have a president of the United States who has created a fiction about a crisis at the border, and he has held up the United States government and its workers around his vanity project called a wall. This president's medieval vanity project called a wall. This issue is about a vanity project for this president. Right. And it is a problem of his own making. Problem of his own making. It's a manufactured crisis. Really? Is it? Even Obama's Homeland Security Secretary, Jay Johnson, admits it is, in fact, a real crisis. But then, in fact, Kamala, she says she wants to give amnesty to all of the illegal aliens here. We've got to pass comprehensive immigration reform. And we are not... But Here's the thing, it's not only about a goal, there's no path right now for undocumented immigrants towards citizenship. There's no path. So we have 11, 12 million people, there's an argument about which, go with 11. 11 million people for which there's no real path. Oh, there's no path. There's no path, guys. So it's unfair that the people who came into this country illegally don't have a way to become legal citizens. And you don't want a border wall. So let me get this straight. They'll keep coming in, and then we'll give them a path. How is that not amnesty, Kamala? How is that not open borders? Now, Kamala Harris, she also wants to scratch ICE, start it from scratch. Kristen Gillibrand is another one. She wants to get rid of ICE altogether. But you think I you believe, should get rid of the agency? I believe that it has become a deportation force. Um, and I think you should separate the criminal justice from the immigration issues. And I think you should reimagine ICE under a new agency with a very different mission and take those two missions out. And so we believe that 
we should protect families that need our help, and that is not what ICE is doing today, and that's why I believe you should get rid of it, start over, reimagine it, and build something that actually works. Yeah, get rid of it because it's become a deportation force. Yeah, well, you're supposed to deport the people who come here illegally. That's the whole point. I mean, ICE's whole job is to defend against foreign nationals who pose a threat of any kind to U.S. security. So by saying we should get rid of them, essentially what Gillibrand is saying is that she's in, not in favor of defending against foreign nationals. Interesting. Now, another presidential candidate who wants to abolish ICE is Bernie Sanders. Bernie somehow pretends he's for border security and says, quote, we can and must secure borders, but without building a fence. Well, when Customs and Border Protection are saying that a wall, a fence, a barrier is the most effective way to secure the border, I'm really not sure how you expect to do that. They say it's a crucial component of border security. So by saying we must not build any more fencing, Bernie is effectively also in favor of open borders, just like Castro. In fact, he's so open borders that unlike our current President Trump, he doesn't just want to executive, use executive powers to protect United States citizens— which is, you know, what a president is actually duty-bound to do. No, he's in favor of using executive power to grant illegals amnesty and make our borders weaker. Bottom line is a path toward citizenship for 11 million undocumented people. If Congress doesn't do the right thing, we use the executive orders of the president. Now, probably the only candidate out there who's a, just as transparent about his desire for wide-open borders as Julian Castro is, is Beto. Beto doesn't really say if he wants to codify open borders, but he basically does by just trying to sound cool, because, you know, sounding cool is Beto's thing. If you could, would you take the wall down now, here? Yes. Like you have a wall. Absolutely. Like knock it down. I'd take the wall and down. Do you think yeah, just, just take it down. He wants to tear down the wall. Now, Beto also supports a path to citizenship, a.k.a. amnesty, again, for millions here illegally. I mean, they all believe that. They all do. So Julian Castro's out there offering these very radical, significant ideas, and I would venture to say a bunch of the Democrats who are running for president agree with him. Whether or not they're willing to acknowledge it or not, they agree with him. Now, in effect, none of this improves the country, and that is the job of the president of the United States of America. It is to improve the well-being of the American people. And yet they make you feel like you are the immoral one for not wanting to let these people in. When in reality, it is they who are the ones who are harming the country with their dangerous policies, their dangerous policies of opening our doors wide open to the entire world with no vetting as to who we're letting in and who we're letting around our families and our children and our friends. And we see it in our cities. We see the gang violence that is spreading throughout our metropolitan areas. We see the drugs that are roiling our families that are not being stopped at the border, and they are fueling an unprecedented crisis. They really don't care about any of that. More people flowing unchecked into this country, that means more Democratic voters, and that's what they care about. We've told you that's what this is about. But instead of admitting that, they actually have the nerve to come here and say that we have a moral duty to continue all of this open borders madness, and it flies in the face of logic. And what it does is it makes it patently obvious that the Democrats do not really care a whit about you or any of the American people for that matter. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.